0: Hoorah! Kanan Collective. Y'all know what time it is, baby. It's Cane o'clock. Y'all ready to jump off this cliff with me? Alright, let's go. A couple things want to speak about real quick. Today was the opening day for Airbnb's IPO being, being on the stock exchange on the NYSE. It exceeded Predictions being about forty to fifty dollars. It opened at sixty-eight. Had to hit a few forms because me and because 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 me and the team was trying to get on and get a few of those today, and it didn't happen. By the time it was open for most of the regular public to go ahead and buy some shares, the shares were already about a buck forty-eight. Somewhere between buck forty-five and a buck forty-eight. So that kind of shattered our dreams for the fucking day. So we're just gonna try and wait it out. Hopefully, it's gonna dip a little bit to where it's within strike range for us, as far as if not being under a hundred dollars, which would be optimal for you know us. At least be about, at least be under one twenty, be under one ten. Maybe we get lucky, maybe we won't, we gotta wait and see. But for the first day of trading, if you're able to get in at 68 bucks, and I'm not understanding why most of the average people couldn't get in at that price. I hit a few threads up on Reddit and I went to a couple discords. A lot of people got shut out from buying it at 68 bucks a pop. But if you got it at 68, it hit a spike up to like 170, 168 or some shit like that. You got a over what? Hundred and twenty something percent increase on that? But if you got ten shares of sixty eight, that's six eighty. Okay? You'd have had damn near fifteen hundred dollars around two o'clock today. <laughs> About two o'clock you would have doubled up and then some. I'm just a little upset. You know, me and my team, we didn't get a chance to take part in that. But, you know, we're still stacking bread. We're still kind of hopeful it's going to take a dip. I say I'm hopeful because I would like to see it take a dip where we could pick some up. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to come down. Being honest, I don't think it's going to come down at all. Just got to wait and see where it goes and wait and see what happens. Also, DoorDash opened up, uh what's the name, Thursday. DoorDash opened up Tuesday or Wednesday. I believe it was yesterday. That's doing gangbusters. That shit's almost $200. It opened up about, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it opened up at about $140. It opened up pretty doggone high. And it's almost at $200. And DoorDash is one of those, you're going to get your money out of that. I mean with you know, some some states going back under a quasi lockdown. Yeah, you're gonna be ordering food if you're not cooking at the house. If you go out to eat, depending on what state you're in and what your conditions are. I know here in VA, yeah, most restaurants are gonna be closing at ten. Dying in of course is gonna be under capacity, probably be about forty to fifty percent of like max capacity. I'm good. I got a couple spots. I'll go pick up sushi and go home. Me and old lady got a spot where we'll go in and sit down. You know, we got a little spot we go to for sushi and yakisoba, shit like that. We got our little spot and uh They're normally not full. They got a they they got a regular fan base, but they're not full. For those of y'all that live around my way, it's uh samurai off of Portsmouth Boulevard, like you're going towards uh One life fitness, like you're going to the 664. Haven't been back to Sushi King yet. Hopeful to go. Sushi King is my shit. I don't like doing all-you-can-eat buffets, but I'll go do an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet. I can eat that shit for a minute. I just try not to go where I'm, like, extremely hungry. Because after about three rolls, I'm full, and then it's like a waste. Because you pay a little bit of a pretty penny to get in there. And you know I get in there, I got a namakudasai. I got to have my Karen Ichiban. Karen Ichiban, crew decide. I got to have my shit. Right? But it is what it is. Now, last but not least, I'm not going to hold you. This is going to be a quick blurb. I plan on dropping a couple tomorrow. So you're going to have something else to listen to. Yo, 2020 has been such a fucked up, dick ass year. By the time you hear this, it's going to be Friday morning. Tiny Lister has passed. For those of y'all that don't know the government name, he went by Zeus. That's how I was introduced to the man. For those of y'all that still don't find it familiar, Debo from Friday has passed away at the age of 62. Boy, 2020 just won't fucking take a day off, oh, goddamn. And I'm sitting here, like, we lost a few people this year. And. We lost Black Panther. We lost Black Mamba. We lost Pop Smoke. You know? We're losing our stars, and I get it. It's due to old age. It's due to old age. But it still fucking hurts. Like, you know, Debo, you know, Tiny, I got introduced to him from watching Saturday Night Main Event. But those of y'all that might be a little too young to remember... Before WWF turned into WWE, they had Raw and SmackDown. You had Saturday Night Main Event. For us, that came on NBC. We had two hours of wrestling that wasn't NWA. We had no C- uh, we didn't have WCW at that time. And if you know, you know, but that was like the only way that we could see Hulk Hogan. We could see the British Bulldogs. Will you see Andre the Giant, you know what I'm saying? Well, we were watching one Saturday night, this dude came out, big black dude. Had the ill reverse Mohawk style shit, you know what I'm saying? Big brother. And him and Hulk Hogan was getting into it. Hulk hitting them with the steel chair. Zeus ain't move. Now, you didn't see a whole lot of brothers wrestling wise. I know I didn't. We I mean we had a few. We had a few growing up, and I tended to pay attention to them because they looked like me. I'm not saying that when NWA was around, I didn't like Magnum T.A. I like Magnum T.A. I like the uh, Kolov brothers. I especially like Nikita and that Russian sickle clothesline was my shit. And who didn't like the Road Warriors hockey animal, as most of the younger people would know him as the LOD, the leads in the dome? But back then in the NWA, we didn't have that many. You know what I'm saying? We had Junkyard Dog in WWF now. In the NWA, we had a couple. And that would be Ron Simmons, a.k.a. Mr. Damn, Mon Neasy. And we had Butch Reed. And those were two of the some of the biggest, buffest brothers I had seen wrestling. And like I said, they looked like me. Now, we were outside kids back in the day. We didn't have the internet like what y'all got now, so it's a little different. So we would watch wrestling, then we immediately go outside and play. That's like we used to watch Kung Fu Theater on Sundays on USA, and then immediately go outside and try to do the Bruce Lee shit, try to do the Five Deadly Venom shit. And what it was to me, like I said, going back to Bush Reed and Ron Simmons, we didn't get to see people that looked like us, so it was a whole nother level when you go to school that Monday and y'all talk about what you seen on wrestling. For a while, we was like, "Yeah." <laughs> uh, Butch Reed and Ron Simmons was part of a group called Doom, and their manager was named Lady. I can't remember. I can't even remember what her real name was. But you know, it was exciting for us because we had somebody finally. And for those of y'all that you know. There's some people listening that might not understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, we didn't have heroes like we have now. We had a few, and they were spaced out. So when you got a chance to get to them and see them, they were your favorites. It is what it is. But we didn't see a lot of people that looked like us on shit that we used to watch, that we used to like watching, you know. But now we kind of do, so now it's a little bit different. You know, you got people you have that look like heroes, you got, you know, all these people, man, you gonna have to just go around me because you've been an asshole, dickhead, next time I'm going to stop in front of your dumb ass, but anyway, yeah, I mean, we didn't, you know, we didn't have heroes, we didn't have shit to look up to like that because the, the, the NWA Tag Team Champions was either the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express. Or the Road Warriors. Well, when Doom came into the picture, that was a whole new ballgame for us because, like I say, we had somebody that looked like us and there doing the damn thing. And that was cool as shit. It gave us something to look forward to, to look up to, because we didn't, you know, we could be different with our picks. And, you know, Zeus was one of them dudes in the WWF back in the day that made it different, that made it cool. And the thing about it is... I like the bad guys out of wrestling. I like the guys that didn't follow the fucking rules. They appealed more to me because they had a type of attitude that they was going to get what they wanted to get regardless of how they went about doing it. And I saw at an early age that, yo, this is pretty much how the real world works. You got people that follow the rules and they don't really do a whole lot and they can't get nowhere. You got people that break the rules and they seem to get everything. And I knew at an early age this is some shit that I was gonna have to fucking pay attention to. And certain things in my life, I didn't follow the rules. Certain things I did. It depended on what it was. I have principles and I had a little code. I still have it now, but you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. So what we have is somebody that we got to look up to and he got to do some dirt. He got to be up on Hulk Hogan and then he transitioned into acting. He did, um,. The movie with Robert De Niro and Pam Greer, uh, directed by Quentin Tarantino called Jackie Brown. He was a, uh, bail bondsman in that one. And, you know, he did his thing. He was pretty with it. You know what I'm saying? But you mostly know him from roles like he was in Players Club. He was a security for Dollar Bill. You know what I'm saying? But Friday was how a lot of people got introduced to him. being Debo. And I remember the first time we went to go see Friday. I was in the army. Was at Fort Hood. So we had to went so we went to the movie theater in Colleen. was off of uh Damn, was that WS Young? No, hell no. That was Ranseer and I can't even remember the name of this road, but I know if you took it all the way down toward the Harker Heights way, you fuck around and go to damn churches. But anyway, it was off of Ranseer. And it was that big movie theater going towards uh Nolanville. I can't remember the name of that goddamn road. I really can't. And it was like a mate. Like this road took you past goddamn. The fuck the road take you? Not past DJ. No, the road did take you past Mr. DJ's. Or 85 South or whatever the fuck they started calling that bullshit. But anyway. A bunch of us from the various, we all got together. The homeboy Key that had the Cadillac, you know, we all rode with him. It was a couple cats. It was Key and, uh, damn, I can't remember my goddamn homie's name. Gabriel, that was my nigga name, Gabriel, myself, Key, Gabriel, Bishop, my homeboy, uh, Freeman, my, my roommate, uh, my, uh, my nigga, Parler, aka Peanut, what up, <laughs> yo, like, a bunch of us from, uh, two, um, 17th and 588 engineers, we all, you know, we convoyed down there, like, eight, nine cars deep, like, we took over the goddamn, like, theater, We was watching Friday, and it was something cool to watch because I had recognized who he was, and you got to see him act. And it's a movie, and, you know, he he was playing a bad guy when he was wrestling, so it only made sense, you know, that he played that type of character. But we all know a nigga like Debo. We all know somebody that's a bully, and it's not like you respect him for being him. You respect his bully, you know what I'm saying? Because he'll fuck you up. He might be cool at times, but you still got to watch yourself because you say something slick. He'll fuck you up. And we all know somebody like that, so we could identify with Debo. You know what I'm saying? We all knew one nigga like that. We all did. Hell, some of us probably still know one like that now. I know (laughs) two. Matter of fact, I know two. Well, I ain't going to get off into that right now, but it's, you know, sad. You know, 2020, man, it's. 2020 just on some bullshit right now. And I'm just so fucking sick of it. Like I'm saying, we lost a gang of fucking people. And it's like, it's not stopping. And I can't understand. I mean, I get it. Some of the people that we lost were pretty, were older. And it was only a matter of time. And by it only being a matter of time, you know, it's one thing that my pops told me. And he said, you know what? It's, uh, something serious now because I'm getting old, son. And I said, well, yeah, pop, you're going to get old. And he was like, yeah, but everybody I know is starting to die. Like, damn. You know, my dad hit me with the Buddha piece right there. Like, damn, you know what, man, you're right. You know, family members passing away and friends of my pops passing away. And it's just, so fucking crazy, you know what I'm saying? I mean I mean it's bound to happen. Because we had, you know, I mean, people, you know, they get old and they die. I mean it happens. You know, like David Dinkins. For y'all, for those of y'all that don't know, um Tribe Call Quest, Fight Dog had a song. He he was like, Mr. Dinkins, please be my mayor. Matter of fact, was that I love my wallet in Elsa Gundo? Yeah, that yeah, that was Pipe on the left, uh, El, on uh, on El Segundo. Yeah, David Jenkins was the first Black mayor. You know what I'm saying? We had a young kid. We had a lo- uh, young little brother on Master Chef with Gordon Ramsay. Where even Gordon Ramsay tweeted about this. You know what I'm saying? Little man's name was uh, Brett, no Ben Watkins. Yeah, he passed away this year. You know what I'm saying? We had um. It was Shorty that just passed away from, she was in Def Jam's How to Be a Player with, uh, Bill Bellamy. Natalie DeSelle. And she was also in a movie called Baps with Holly Berry. You know what I'm saying? She was a cute big girl from back in the day and it's, you know, kind of sad cause she was young. And then like Chadwick Bozeman, she died from colon cancer and I don't think they got to it early enough. And that's something that's sad because we gotta take our health more serious. And it's not like we don't, I mean we do, but Black folks don't like going to the doctor because we, we don't want to hear no bad news. It seems like every time we go to the doctor, either A, we're mistreated, B, we're misdiagnosed, or we just don't want to hear the bad news. So a lot of times we tend to suffer in silence and just, you know, bite the shit sandwich and just deal with it. But we got to cut it out. Uh Also this year, you know what I'm saying? I, I got to talk about Herman Cain. I got to talk about him. Yeah, he was a black Republican, but that don't take away from the fact that he was a black entrepreneur. Godfather's Pizza used to be some okay pizza back in the day. It was better than Little Caesars, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel. Um, And uh, Jazz Waters from This Is Us, she fucking died. Uh She was one of the writers on This Is Us. Uh, Wes Unsell was somebody I got to meet in Washington, D.C. Wes Unsell used to play for the Washington Bullets. And I met him when I was stationed at the Honor Guard in, uh, Arlington. And we used to go to D.C. to go do ceremonies, you know. I drove the color guard to go present the colors when they sang the anthem at the basketball games, hockey games, or football games, or whatever like that. We would drive the color guard, at least the Army members of the color guard. And uh I was with Sarn Blanks. What up? <laughs> What's going on, blanks? Well, me and him was in the garage. We just dropped the color guard off and we're just walking around and we see this tall dude walk up and I'm looking. Like, buddy got the ill fucking afro and it's like nineteen ninety-nine, two thousand. Like, who the fuck still wears afro's like that? Then he got up close and as I looked up, before I could even get it out, because I knew who he was, it just took a second once he got close. Sergeant Blanks was like, West Unsell, hey, how you doing, brother? How you doing? And he's like, hey, what's going on, fellas? Like, how are y'all? And he sat and chopped it up with us. Like, just a couple minutes, but he was real cordial, real friendly, you know? And outside of Allen Iverson, that's like the second basketball starter like I ever met, met. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he chopped it up for a couple minutes, and then he went on about his business. matter of fact, I think Jordan was still with the Wizards then. Actually, then, I believe he was. That was 99 or 2000. That was one of those years. But yeah. What's Unsell passed away this year. And that one I feel kind of. I feel certain type of way on because I knew him. I had met him. So I I just felt some type of way about the whole deal. You know what I'm saying. It made me feel some type of way because I knew. I didn't know him know him but I met him. And I shook his hand. His hand was big as fuck. but He was cool as shit though. You know what I'm saying. Uh. Betty Wright died this year, you know what I'm saying? She she's an old soul singer from back in the seventies, you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh Bill Withers died this year. Those of y'all that might not recognize that name, my man had the song Sittin on the Dock of the Bay. That was him. He passed away this year, but he died at like eighty something. And like I say, we had Black Mamba, Rest in Power, Giona, Rest in Power, okay. We had Pop Smoke in February. Rest in Power, my guy. That was, uh, man, that was like, that was so close too. That was January and in February he went. That shit was so fucking sad. That shit was fucking crazy. And he's got a, and he's got a role in a movie that's coming out. Dropping next year. For those of y'all that, uh, might know, his name is Eddie, Eddie Huang. Chinese cat grew up in New York and, uh, he, he, uh, wrote a memoir called Fresh Off the Boat that got turned into a TV series on ABC called Fresh Off the Boat. And he was the creative idea behind that talking about his experience growing up. Chinese kid liking hip hop culture in the eighties, eighties and nineties. And that was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, Pop Smoke is going to be in his movie called Boogie. And what it is, is that the main character is a Chinese guy, but, you know, once again, he's ingrained in black culture and he plays basketball. And he's a phenom and Pop Smoke is one of his homies in the movie. They're going to be introducing a lot of new actors and Pop Smoke was going to be one that we was going to have to be careful and watch out for because he was going to be that that triple threat type dude that do it all. You know, he sang, you know, he spit bars and then he acted, too. And I can't wait to see how he. Did the movie because they talked about his work ethic on the on the on on the set and they said that he was there ready. It took him a minute for the screen test and then he got chose he got chosen to be in the movie and then they said he knocked it out the park. I mean, it's gonna be a bittersweet moment, but I'm gonna go watch the movie because he's in it. You know what I'm saying? I just hope he gets more than five minutes. But no matter what, at least we still got a little piece of smoke to look at. You know what I'm saying? We got his music. We didn't get enough of it. You know, like Kobe, we got the highlights from Kobe. We got him coaching Gianna. You know, we got her highlights on TV. You know, her even shooting basket with fucking heels on. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got, at least we got some memories of these people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Janet Dubois. You might not know this name off top, but she was the mom from Mom Gonna Get You Sucker that kept saving her, kept saving her son from getting his ass whooped. She was Walona on Good Times. That was, uh, Penny, aka Janet Jackson's, uh, adopted mom, foster mom on the, on the, uh, show. She passed away, but I'm most familiar with her from I'm gonna get you Suck. Yeah. I'm telling my age. I don't even trip on it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, man, it's just so many fucking people. You know what I'm saying? Like I say. And then we had, uh, Chadwick Bozeman. You know, the Black Panther, once again, we had one of us up there that we could see. And Black Panther did pretty big numbers. Not sure what they're going to do for Black Panther, too. But, you know, he will be missed. Oh, for you football fans, I forgot about Gale Sayers. He fucking passed away, too, this year. I think he was in his, like, late 70s. He was probably in his mid to late 70s. That's just crazy. Gale Sayers is also one of those well-known names in football from back in the day. Uh I believe in the late seventies. He wasn't around when the Bears, um, yeah, he wasn't around in '85 when they had the McMahon squad. I believe he was probably matter of fact. I think he was like early seventies, but he was one of those dudes back in the day too. man, We just this year won't fucking stop. Like I understand for the people that's older, and I get it. You know what I'm saying? But it still kind of hurts. You know, um, Lou. Like Lou Brock, uh, another tribe called Quest Rap, uh, this was Q-Tip. Um, headed out the park just like Lou Brock. Lou, Lou Brock was a famous brother that played for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Lee, when he was on the team, they won a World Series, maybe two. He was an all-star at least five times. Uh, he got put in the Hall of Fame in like 84, 85. He had been around for a fucking minute. You know what I'm saying? He's one of them people. And yeah, you know what? Um, also too, going back to the sports, John Thompson, legendary coach to the Georgetown Hoyas. Uh, if you weren't a college basketball fan, I get it. You saw him though in above the rim with Tupac and, uh, Dwayne Martin. He was the, coach of the basketball team that Buddy wanted to go to school for. You know what I'm saying? He ended up being at the last part of the movie. But John Thompson was most notably known for taking over that program. I think it was within two, three years he had already won a national title. And he had a good heart, and he was able to take people in his program and give them guidance that they needed. Allen Iverson probably being one of the most notable because he had some troubles out here in V.A., Like when he was playing for Bethel, he had some scrapes that he got into out here. And he had a situation pop off. He was looking at some serious time. He didn't have to worry about that time. He went to college, and he made the best use of his time. And John Thompson is one of the biggest reasons behind him being able to make his way in the NBA. And you know what? Real talk. John Thompson helped Iverson out and got his mind right. But let's be real. Allen Iverson is the reason why. Niggas in the NBA got tattoos and wear they baggy shit and all that. Like, he changed the whole game up, and it was needed. It was changing era. The torch was being passed, and, you know, that's the right dude to pass the torch. But, yeah, John Thompson passed away, and that shit was crazy. That's just, man, we lost so many, man. We lost so fucking many. It's fucking hard. Uh Another guy from the WWE. F from back in the day, Kamala, buddy, uh, what's his name, Uh Jimmy Harris, yeah, he was in the 1980s era, the Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, the Tiny Lister generation, Undertaker generation, and you know, he stayed his time there, and then once that was done, he started doing lesser known promotions, but he had some health issues for his age and his weight, he was pretty heavy. And unfortunately, some of those issues led to diabetes and complications, and that's how he succumbed. I mean, he was still late 60s, early 70s, but his health conditions contributed to him having fucking issues. You know, some sad shit, you know, you hate to see it be like that. So with all things said, yo, we lost a few great ones this year. We lost a few real ones this year. Yo, 2020, cut it the fuck out. We are so sick of you right now. And I hate to say it, but I'd be damned if I don't feel 21 is going to be worse. I'm hoping it's going to be better, but I don't know. Not really feeling it. Not really feeling it, but we're going to see. So with all that said, yo, check out Kane O'Clock on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. As always, anchor.fm slash Kane O'Clock. All right. Check out me and the homie, Mr. Collective on, uh, Kane Collective. You can check us out on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, always anchor.fm slash Kane Collective. Alright. Oh, and it's gonna be Kane Collective. We didn't put the end in there, but maybe I should fix that. I need to fix that. Yeah, I'll fix that. Don't want to have y'all confused of where you can't find shit. So also check out the homie TM, the trash mechanic. He's currently in talks with iHeart to get his podcast up there. We should know something here soon. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to make it up there. Those of us have been wanting to hear some of his content. It's been a little busy for him, but you know what I'm saying? He's, he's slowly getting back to where he needs to be to where he's going to have time to do it. You know, when people are busy, sometimes, you know, life happens, but that don't mean that they lost love or passion for doing what we started doing. And it is what it is. He's going to be back here soon. So y'all be looking out for him. The trash mechanic, all right? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast from. Then last but definitely not least, the king of spicy, Harshly Critic. Yo, if you hearing this, man, if you hear me, man, man, drop some of that fucking fire, man. You bullshitting, man. Conversation's mad spicy, bro. Yo, I need some of that in my life, man. I need something to make me think and contemplate and then laugh hilariously because you done said some slick shit to somebody. I love that shit, yo. So, um, check out the homie critic on Harshly Critic, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google play, FM, wherever you get your podcast from. That's about all I got for right now. Um, gonna hit you guys back tomorrow. Got a couple stories I want to cover instead of just putting them all on one. I'm gonna try to break it up. That way, in case you got a ride two from work, two from school, you just cooking. You making ramen and it don't need to be in there for 30 minutes. I'm not going to try to hold you. Try to make them short and sweet. When the shit going to be a minute, the shit is going to be a minute. And, uh, I spoke to TM and I'm going to try and link up with him Sunday because we got a couple of things we wanted to talk about concerning Acon City. For those of y'all that don't know, uh, TM is a member of the collective and you know, I'm thankful that he takes some time out of his day to come and holler at us so we can go ahead and talk about a few subjects. He has interesting insights and perspectives on a lot of different subjects. But the main ones we talk about, he's always got some cool shit to say. He's always got some sincere perspective. You know, check this out. Buddha P style shit that he said, you know what I'm saying? So can't wait to have him back up here. And then also, it's almost been a year since me and Mr. Collective started the Canaan Collective podcast. We got a semi-anniversary episode coming up. So real quick, I want to thank everybody from all the places that, you know, we have listeners at. Iraq. Uh, shit. Ghana. Uh, man, we get Ireland, England, Canada, of course here in the U.S. Um, shite. We just got fucking people everywhere. This shit, you know what I'm saying? There's just so much going on with it. Like, it's just so fucking crazy. Um, The Netherlands, uh, Sweden, Germany. Damn, we just got people all over the fucking place. This shit is fucking, fucking crazy. It's just so wild with it. But, you know what I'm saying? We'll get it figured out here soon. Um, All right, I'm going to try and go back and try to remember. Okay, here we are, of course, in the U.S., Canada, Ireland. Ghana, Australia, South Africa, damn, Russia, Belgium, the British Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, what's up, Singapore, the Philippines, Uh man, we're just everywhere right now, I want to say thank you, and on behalf of this Collective, I know he thanks you also, yo, thank you for rocking with us, thank you for hearing us talk our shit, and rant, and rave, and Thank you for growing along with us, you know. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep making this happen. We're going to keep shit popping because this is what we do, you know what I'm saying. We got a lot of stuff going on toward the end of the year, and beginning of next year, we're going to hit the ground running and just keep it moving, all right. You already know what it is. All You already know how we get down, all right. But my name is Marco Kane. signing off. All y'all be safe out there. Take care, man. It's the holidays. The wolves is out trying to eat. Don't be a sheep, my nigga. Peace.